Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I am planning my own unconventional budget micro-wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If you don't feel represented in mainstream wedding media, if you haven't been dreaming about your wedding day since you were six years old, and if you don't want to have an Instagram wedding, then you are in the right place. Welcome back to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and today we are talking all about Zoom weddings and the pros and cons of a Zoom wedding. By this point in pandemic life, you have probably heard of Zoom weddings. You might have even attended a few, um, but just in case you've been, I was going to say living under a rock, but it kind of feels like we've all been living under a rock. Um, but just in case you haven't, I will let you know quickly, a Zoom wedding is basically a wedding that you attend virtually. So the couple gets married um, in, in real life with a you know very small group of people. Sometimes it's just the couple and the officiant, the person marrying them. Sometimes there's a small group of friends and family. And then the rest of the guests attend virtually. And the most popular platform for this, the most popular popular platform uh, throughout the entire pandemic is Zoom, but you can also do it, you know, Facebook, Instagram. Um, there's a bunch of new companies that have come out now that specifically stream weddings. So any platform, I'm just going to call it a Zoom wedding because that's kind of the term everyone is most familiar with. But yeah, basically it is a small elopement ceremony in real life that all of the other guests get to attend virtually by watching it through their screens. Usually it's just the ceremony that uh, guests will be attending via Zoom. Most couples don't make their guests sit through like hours and hours of dinner and dancing because that's kind of boring to watch through your screen. Um, but sometimes there can be some other things. Um, I've heard of Zoom weddings where they have games or they'll keep the video going during toasts and speeches. They might even have like little breakout rooms to kind of pretend like, oh, you're sitting at the table with these people and you can chat. Um, 
depends on the couple, depends on the vibe. I have attended one Zoom wedding so far. I've also attended a Zoom funeral and quite a few Zoom holiday dinners. Um, but the Zoom wedding I attended, it was just the ceremony. Um, and I will share a little bit more about it as we go through these pros and cons. Um, but that is my experience. I have attended just one so far in the pandemic. I've got another one coming up next month. And uh, I imagine probably a couple more after that. All right, so let's dive in. So the pros of a Zoom wedding. Obviously, the biggest pro is that you can get married right now. If you are wanting to get married sort of as soon as possible, or at least during this pandemic, a Zoom wedding is a great way to still have all of your friends and family there, uh, you know, quote unquote, there attending, watching you get married, possibly, you know, being a little bit involved, depending on how you set up your Zoom. And it's something you can do right away. You don't have to wait for the pandemic to be over. You can have your elopement with, you know, that small um, group of people and then have everyone else on your guest list attend virtually. Another pro of a Zoom wedding is it's easier for guests. It's perfect. Um, anyone from anywhere around the world can attend. They don't have to get on an airplane or quarantine or worry about getting sick. So they are, you know, 100% healthy. They don't have to travel. They don't have to pay for a plane or a hotel. They don't have to buy a fancy outfit. They don't have to get their hair done. They don't have to take time off work. Uh, they don't even have to put on pants. <laughs> they can, you know, sit on the couch in their living room. I thought it was so funny the day that we attended our Zoom wedding. You know, usually Usually the day of a wedding, you spend all this time getting ready, you have to get there. And it was literally like 10 minutes before we were like, oh, uh, okay, I guess our hair looks good. We should probably go sit down now. Um, so it's really nice to make it super, super easy for your guests. Another pro of doing a, you know, virtual wedding, live stream wedding, Zoom wedding is that you can keep it small. And this is great if you had always wanted to have a small wedding or, um, you know, for budget reasons, whatever it is, you're needing to have a small guest list. Maybe you found a venue that is beautiful and perfect, but only seats 20 or something like that. Doing a Zoom wedding is a great way to sort of have that small intimate wedding you've always wanted while also providing an option to invite other people virtually. And now is obviously the perfect time to do it during this pandemic when you actually, you know, cannot have large weddings in a safe way. A Zoom wedding is sort of that perfect compromise where you get to have the small wedding you've actually always wanted, um, while also having other people attend virtually. Another pro of the Zoom wedding is that it is cheaper. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, you don't have to host a big reception. You don't have to pay for a huge venue. You don't have to buy everyone dinner. Um, it's way, way cheaper to have 300 people attend via Zoom than attend in real life, obviously. A lot of the streaming platforms are also free or very cheap. I know a lot of people for the Zoom weddings will just upgrade to whatever the paid version of Zoom is. I think it's like 50 bucks a month, maybe even less. There are some more expensive options. I know some of the ones that are strictly dedicated to filming weddings are a little bit more expensive. I think they can get up into the thousands even. Um, but if you wanted to do it for for free or very cheaply, you can definitely do that if you wanted to spend a little bit more money on it and get um, so there's like more personal tweaks that maybe they even send a cameraman, someone edits it, whatever. Um, you can do that too. But overall, it'll be way cheaper than actually having all those people there. And as a bonus, you might still get some gifts. So um, obviously, that is not the reason to get married. That's not why we have weddings. But it's kind of nice to think that you don't actually have to buy any of these people dinner, and they will still send you gifts. <laughs> Another pro of the Zoom wedding is that you get a copy of the video. So a lot of these streaming platforms will allow you to save the video. So if you weren't planning to do videography, it's kind of nice to still have 
a copy of your ceremony, your speeches, whatever it is you end up uh, doing with your guests. And it's not going to be, you know, professional. It's usually just a still camera um, sitting there recording it, but it's still nice to, to have that memory. And some of the platforms will allow your guests to leave you messages. So that's kind of sweet. Um, you know, have a bit of a virtual guest book or people can leave you little video shout outs or things like that. So lots of pros, lots of reasons to have a Zoom wedding. Um, I think so, at least. Really good option in these times, really convenient for guests, a lot cheaper for you, um, and the perfect way to sort of have that small wedding, but uh, still involve lots of people who love you and uh, not get in trouble from, you know, aunts and uncles and whoever who's, you know, they're upset they weren't invited and say, oh, you know, you were invited. You were just invited virtually. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, so we've talked about the pros of a Zoom wedding or a virtual wedding, but now let's talk about some of the cons. So obviously the biggest con is you don't actually have those people there. It's not going to be the same experience as actually having 100 of your guests in the same room as you. They are going to be on a screen. A lot of the um, platforms are set up so it's really more one-sided. It's not, um, <laughs> I don't know if you've had any you know, family Zoom calls in these times where just everyone's trying to talk at once and there's strange background noises and babies crying and grandparents who can't figure out the screens. Um, it's not like that. Usually all of those people are muted and it's just, you know, the couple um, and the ceremony and those sort of things. So it's more like people, you know, watching a movie. Um, so you're not going to get that same level of interaction. So obviously uh, that is a huge con if, you know, one of the reasons you wanted to have the big wedding was to dance with everyone and hug and share stories and take photos. You're not really going to get that experience. Another big con to Zoom weddings is uh, all of the technical difficulties, or at least opportunity for technical difficulties. If you're in any of these wedding planning Facebook groups, one of the most common questions is, oh my God, what platform did you use for your virtual wedding? How did you set it up? Did you buy a new camera? Did you buy a tripod? Did you buy mics? Where do we put them? My venue doesn't have Wi-Fi. I can't log in, blah, blah, blah. Like there's a ton of stuff. And if you're not tech savvy, or if you don't have someone, you know, your fiance or someone in the wedding party or someone who's attending, who can handle all of that, that can be a huge stress. Um, and even if you are tech savvy, you know, things happen. Um, I've heard some real horror stories about, you know, mics not working and, um, you know, links not working and even videos getting shut down because people were playing music that was copyrighted and they were streaming it through Facebook. And because that's a public platform, their video got shut down halfway through, uh, videos not saving, 
things like that. Um, a, a huge one is people not knowing how to use the mute button or whoever has, you know, the, the power of mute not being able to use it. So you've got, um, you know, someone coughing or eating their way through the ceremony and no one else can hear it. Just lots of stuff like that. Lots of technical difficulties, which leads me into my next con of the Zoom wedding is that for some guests, it's just not a great option. Um, you know, we've got older guests who are not so tech savvy, who maybe just can't figure it out. Maybe they don't have a computer or a phone, don't have a camera, don't have a way to sort of access the link. Um, you know, it might not be a good viewing experience for the wedding that I attended over Zoom. Unfortunately, we weren't able to see about half of it, um, just where the camera was placed. It ended up, you know, kind of cutting half of our view. And then the other half of the time, it seemed like the photographer was just standing right in front of the camera. Um, so that's another one of those sort of tech setup-y things that, you know, that's an added layer for the couple. They now have to figure out, okay, where do we put this so that everyone can see and everyone can hear, but obviously not compromising, you know, the experience of the people in the room and not compromising the photos and things like that. Um, it doesn't feel as intimate for guests. You know, they don't get that same experience of, you know, actually hugging the couple and seeing things in person. And it can kind of feel a little bit anticlimactic. I know when we close the Zoom screen of the wedding that we attended, it's kind of like, oh, that's it. Guess it's guess it's over. Um, overall, you know, it was still a nice experience. I did still tear up during the vows, uh, <laughs> though I tear up at, you know, drop of a hat these days, but it, it's not the same, right? It can also be a little bit awkward. That's another con of doing a Zoom wedding. Um, it can be awkward to uh, <laughs> to be sort of performing almost like a movie in front of your guests. And then especially if you do plan any of those activities afterwards, even just, you know, going over to the couple and having them wave to all the guests can be a little bit awkward because you can't really talk to 200 people, you know, all at once. You can't have a conversation. You kind of do like, oh, thank you all for coming. Oh, look, it's, it's Uncle Mike. Oh, Aunt Susan. Oh, you know, Tom, nice tie. Like, it's it's not it's not quite the same. It can be a bit awkward, especially if you are trying to do anything extra like, you know, breakout rooms or games or toasts or get everyone to, you know, watch a slideshow or something like that. It's just opportunity for, you know, more technical difficulties, more awkwardness, which, you know, a lot of people are not not fans of. That's one of the uh, one of the cons of the Zoom wedding for sure. So bottom line on Zoom weddings, virtual weddings, Facebook Live weddings, whatever you want to call it, my opinion is it's a good option if you want to get married now and you don't mind having a small wedding, but you want to still have a way to sort of involve everyone. You want them to be there um, in whatever way they can so that you're able to get married now in these times and you don't mind it being just a small group with you in person. However, it is not going to feel like a normal big wedding. So if you're thinking, oh, I'm going to have my wedding on Zoom, you know, even if you pay for a really upgraded service and you've arranged games and all these other things, it's never going to feel like having 200 people with you in the same room, eating dinner, laughing at jokes, listening to toasts, dancing on the dance floor, crying, you know, as you walk down the aisle or whatever, it's not going to feel like that. So if that's the feeling you're looking for, if, you know, the part of the wedding you've always really looked forward to is... Um, the first dance or the dance floor or I don't know, whatever, something that would involve, you know, a big group of loved ones all being there. That's, that's not going to happen over Zoom. There's just no way. <laughs> I think we've all learned this year through working from home and all these other family meetings uh, that have been done virtually, that there's just really no way to recreate that in-person feeling. So my opinion, bottom line, if you're happy to have a small wedding and you just want to involve everyone, um, you know, on some level, then go for it. Zoom is a perfect option. It's great to do it now. 
um, while you still kind of have this pandemic as your reason to do it. Um, but if you are wanting that sort of big wedding feel, packed dance floor, lots of hugs, lots of photos, you're not going to get that over Zoom. So it's probably not going to be for you. And at this point in your life, you know, if you're planning a wedding, you maybe have attended a Zoom wedding. Um, so you maybe already have an idea of, oh, yeah, like that's something I could do or, you know what, not for me, not a fan. <laughs> So my question is, do we think Zoom weddings are going to continue into the future? And I think that's super interesting because there's so many pros to a Zoom wedding. I think a lot of the cons that I listed were either, you know, technical issues, which assume, you know, with time, with the more Zoom weddings people attend or people have to set up, those technical issues will get worked out. And everything else is more just preference, right? Like awkwardness, people not really liking it, um, not having people in person. But if you are, you know, not caring about those things, you are actually fine with people attending over Zoom, you don't think it'll be awkward, or you've sort of eliminated any of the awkward moments, you're figuring out all the technical difficulties, then Zoom's actually a really good option, right? It's great um, for people who can't travel, it makes it a lot cheaper for the couple um, to, to throw a wedding, it makes it a lot cheaper for people to attend, they don't have to pay for travel and hotels and outfits and all that sort of thing. But I wonder if it's something that we'll actually see going forward, despite it being a really great way to involve people in some capacity um, on a budget, which I think is, you know, that's what everyone wants, right? Guests and people planning weddings, they want to be able to bring in more love without paying more for it. I, I wonder if we will see it um being used in a post-pandemic world. I wonder if it'll feel weird for couples to say, hey, we're getting married on this date. Um, you're attended, You're invited to attend virtually. Here's our Zoom link. Will people say, wait, why aren't I invited to attend in person? Like, am I not worth a $50 cold chicken breast? Um, you know, why don't I, why don't you want me to be there? Why, why did I not make your top 20 are your top 50? Why are you having a small wedding when we're allowed to have big weddings? Like, I wonder if there's going to be that weird feel of like, why are you still sending me a Zoom link? We're allowed to have big weddings. If you want me there, invite me there. Um, so I wonder if it'll be more of a thing where couples, you know, create Zoom links and say, oh, for anyone who can't join us um, in person, we'd love to have you there virtually. And then guests sort of have to have an excuse for why they're going to attend virtually, whether it's, you know, sickness or can't travel or can't get time off work. But I really doubt it's going to be a situation where, you know, your aunt who lives 30 minutes away is going to either want to attend via Zoom or um, will feel that she could attend via Zoom, even if she did want to, just because she would think, well, I, I have to go. It's half an hour. It's, <laughs> it's not a big drive. I'll, you know, I'll find a nice outfit and I'll go. And then the couple, you know, they have to pay for the people. And it's kind of weird if you say, oh, hey, you could attend virtually, but I guess you're also attended or you're also invited to attend in person. So let us know. Uh, and then you're kind of in this weird position of not knowing if you're going to have, you know, 100% RSVPs or 70% or 40%. How many will attend virtually? How many will attend in person? It's a bit of a weird, a weird space. Um, I think it really, really remains to be seen, which is too bad because I think there's a lot of pros about Zoom. Like I said, the only big cons are like technical things that I think we would work through with experience and then just personal preference. But a lot of the pros about how easy it is for guests to attend, how much cheaper it is for both guests and the couple um, should be reasons why we see Zoom at weddings in a post-pandemic world. But I just wonder if there's too much sort of 
pomp and circumstance surrounding weddings, too many expectations, too many like hidden meanings and feelings around there where, you know, as a couple, you don't feel comfortable saying to someone, hey, we love you, but we don't, um, we don't want to spend $150 for you to attend the wedding. We'd much rather you just showed up virtually and then you can send us a small check in the mail as a gift <laughs> or as a guest that you could say to a couple, hey, I love you, but I don't want to take Friday off work to attend your wedding. I would much rather just zoom in real quick from my couch and zoom out. Um, I don't think we're quite there yet as uh, as awesome as that would be to have, have really straight shooting conversations like that. But maybe that's where we're going. Maybe we get to a more practical place where Zoom does become an option even in a post-pandemic world. I guess we'll just have to see. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it, and I hope you found the episode helpful. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a rating and review, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode, and tell a friend about the podcast. And remember, you can have a great meal without a centerpiece on the table. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.